We all carry unique histories and unseen feelings that, if acknowledged, might help us to bridge our differences. Welcome to Sidewalk Ghosts with Richard Radstone. Short, open-hearted stories that reveal the wisdom and vulnerabilities of unique strangers and confirm just how much our individual influence has upon the world we share. I was painfully shy as a young kid. Like, I think I just was innately very, very shy and very self-aware and very um, judgmental and critical of myself. And I spent a lot of years, again, feeling like I had these things inside me to do, but feeling insecure about them or feeling like my talents weren't exactly what I thought they should be or this you know, trying to satisfy other people or feeling like I could never be what I thought people wanted me to be. And, you know, finally getting the chance to create something for myself, all of that has fallen away because I'm able to use my talents in a way that are unique to me because I've created the thing for myself. So in just feeling like I'm able to finally come into my own in that way, I feel like I've become a lot more outgoing and, and confident person. It's been years of becoming more and more, you know, outgoing and confident, but I do explain it. it. It's interesting. I feel like a lot of people come into the performing arts because they get attention for it. And then they're attached to the attention that they're getting. And then they grow up and they realize, well, maybe I don't really like this. Maybe I don't want to do this. And I always didn't want the attention on me. So I had to get over the fact that there had to be attention on me to do the thing that I love. I was God-struck by her beauty, intellect, and presence. A full 180 from the persona I was thinking I was about to meet. A conception based on the stage presence that I knew of her. An alter-ego character that today's stranger now friend Leah has named Barbara. Yet today, and by Leah's request, we're removing the mask of a much older Barbara. For as Leah talks of finding her own talents, of facing her personal insecurities, of living to satisfy other people, and of finding herself, she shares lessons each of us can apply to our lives to, as she directs, find the things we love. We're taught that if you're not making your money doing what you love to do, then you need to give it up and you're not good enough at it. And that's just BS. I'm sorry, I don't know how much we can swear on this, but it's just not the reality. Particularly in the creative arts, it's just this uh, inconsistent career path. And, and, and I think a lot of careers these days, it's not like there's this trajectory to the top. There, there isn't the same security that there once was. So. I don't know. I just think people have to try to get in touch with that child in them that knew what they loved to do as a kid and just find a way to do that. Whether that means they're going to pursue it as a career or whether that means they're going to do it on the side. I think just doing something that you love to do uh, and detaching yourself from whatever judgment other people have, which is the hardest thing. <laughs> so I don't necessarily know how to how to teach people to detach. Um, that's kind of years of work there, but yeah. Just like all of us, Leah has a list of childhood memories. My guess, 
the bright and dark stuff that grounds the adult she views in her mirror. An outcome of years painfully shy and critical of herself. A person who has learned how to not only nurture her own talents, but face the pressures of living up to what others want her to be. In a way, a conversation started a model. A story that, as we absorb how she is finding herself, prompts us to look at our own reflections. And as she introduces a concept she titles Detachment, she just might be inviting us to her master class. She steps to the podium. We have from childhood because we want to be loved and we want to be accepted. I honestly, I wish I had a very like concise way to say how to do that. For me, it just came with getting older and getting sick of feeling bad because I didn't have certain things that I thought I was supposed to have. So I think at a certain point I just got sick of the story I was telling myself about what those things meant. Um, you know, not having a relationship, not having money, not having a solid career meant that I, there was something wrong with me. Um, or that I didn't have anything to offer because I didn't have these uh, material things to point to. So for me, I think I just got tired of feeling bad. Leah talks of life's pressures, of the material things, as well as of the story she was telling herself. Categorizes love and acceptance as basic needs. Even points to a confirming voice sidewalk ghosts keeps bringing to the surface the idea of a child living within each of us. And as we pause to consider her mention of, if you will, the existence of this inner child, she sums it up nicely. I just got tired of feeling bad. She continues. I used to think as a person in the world, like how can I change the world? What can I say? What can I do to change the world, etc.? But I think making people laugh and having a shared experience of laughing and enjoying something has tremendous value. And I've learned that humor is extremely important. And I used to worry that it wasn't enough and it wasn't enough of a service. So I'd stand there and I'd do what I do and I'd make people laugh. And it's sort of a, in a universal way, I'd hope to be able to do that. And then in experiencing that, then people would connect. I'll be bold here. Leah is a comic genius, a person who, in partnership with her equally talented husband, is turning laughter into a healing connector. And center stage to it all enters the complex character that lives within Barbara. And as Barbara walks into the spotlight, an insecure facsimile appears. A personality that perhaps can help us understand that underneath the first impression of another person are dreams, burdens, and fears we cannot see. And in this acknowledgement can be found the greatest of blessings, quite possibly, opportunity to better our human connections, and as we do, to knock down our dividers. Leah speaks of one such experience. I think it was right before my 25th birthday, I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. And which is crazy and you never think that's gonna happen and you're a young person and I was living in New York and I had just booked like the biggest job I'd ever had to date a production of Cinderella at this place called Paper Mill Playhouse in New Jersey, which is a great contract. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I, I want to be able to do this contract. 
Um, and thyroid cancer is slow growing, so you sort of have time to figure out what your move is. And so I was researching doctors and landed upon a doctor. And in the end, I decided, you know, they weren't scheduling me right away anyway. So it was the difference between getting surgery in three weeks or finishing my contract and getting surgery in five weeks. So I, I decided to finish my contract, but I was obviously stressed going through these things. I had told a couple people in the cast, but not everybody. And at the time, I didn't have health insurance, which was, you know, unfortunate. So one individual in the cast who was an older woman, she was playing the stepmother in Cinderella. She had had breast cancer. So right before the show was closing, like the week the show was closing, I told her what I was going through. And she, you know, was beside herself. I can't believe you've been going through this alone, you know, and you didn't tell us about it and <laughs> now I'm getting emotional that um you know that you've been suffering in silence this whole time and then the last night of the show during intermission of the show the same woman who spearheaded everything gave an announcement to the backstage so intermission not the audience just the backstage she gets on the loudspeaker back there and says Leah's been diagnosed with thyroid cancer uh she you know, she's been quoted 15 grand for her hospital stay, anything that anybody wants to give. Um, so somebody collected money and cash into an envelope and gave it to me at the end of the um, show. And there was around $1,700 that, that was just co collected from that one hour from people who were in the cast with me. And then I had my surgery in New York and some of those individuals from that cast continued to to send me flowers and money in the mail and fresh direct groceries and all of these things and so that obviously that wasn't a singular interaction <laughs> it's just an example of the people in your community coming together to support you <laughs> and that was a moment <laughs> sorry that made me go oh, okay this is very much what, what I want to do with my life and the kinds of people that I want to be around and so that's why I continued to pursue what I did and you know that happened when I was fairly young um, so it was great to have that sort of an experience. Leah's eyes well up and as they do the trust she places in me has touched my heart and I hope yours too. For in her life-inspiring narrative of goodwill is a challenge pushing us to drop our walls. And as she sheds the makeup and wardrobe of an internally conflicted, yet outwardly confident person she knows as Barbara, Leah reinforces the premise of why Sidewalk Ghost is living forward through your thoughts and actions. For under the hoods of every one of us can be found histories and wisdom precious and unique. An idea that Leah has also intimately exposed. So in respect to her, I have to ask. Leah, what advice do you have for all of us? She inhales a sincere and thoughtful breath. And after a moment of silence, she once again takes the mic. Just take a first step, do a first iteration of something, because then you'll discover more by, by doing something. And we all get very um, intimidated by our idea of what it has to be. But yeah, if you can just break it down into little bite-sized steps, um, you'll get information as you go along and it'll either, and you'll learn more 
about what something can be. I just think there's a lot of pain in people rejecting who they are or feeling bad about who they are. And I think the thing that will make the biggest difference is if people are able to pursue the things that make them happy and be happy people. <laughs> um, I don't know how to make people do that, but if we can all just figure out how to be more comfortable with ourselves and love ourselves, then the future can be brighter. <laughs> yeah, if that makes sense. Leah, thanks for being with us today. And yes, it all makes sense. Um, we'll work together to see what we can do to create that brighter future. If any of you are interested in finding out more about Barbara, check out Broadway Barbara Dixon. Just search that name on your Google, search it on Instagram. You'll find all that she's doing, the shows she's got coming up. And if you'd like, um, support her. Check out the show. It's a lot of fun. If you would like to be a guest on Sidewalk Ghosts, simply go to my website, sidewalkghosts.com. Go to the podcast page. There's a form. You can tell me a little bit about yourself or simply send me an email and we'll do all we can to get you on the show. We um, invite anyone out there anytime. The Patreon site, we've just uh, modified it a little bit, so go check it out. Still looking for some support here. Want to turn this into a weekly podcast and a uh, little bit short of resources to make that happen. So you can help us get there. And if you like the show, all the likes, shares, and comments go a long way in growing Sidewalk Ghosts, especially on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to sponsor Sidewalk Ghosts, I'm still throwing it out there. So we're here. I'm here. Give me a call. Give me an email. Let's talk. And to all of you out there, please never forget, your individual impact truly does matter to someone else in the world. <laughs>